Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. The associate walked up to him and said, you look like Zig Ziglar, the motivational speaker, but I know that's not you. And Zig laughed because he was like, wait, why that? Why is that not me? And he showed him his license. And Zig made a good point that people think just because he's loud on stage, he's putting all this energy out there that he's going to be hopping around a glasses store when he's looking for eyeglasses. And it's just not the case. So oftentimes we're judging people on how they look on the outside compared to how we feel on the inside. And just remember that just because they're on stage, just because they're doing all these things that looks like they're an extrovert, maybe creating a podcast, whatever it is, it's not always the case. I will say that I'm more of an introvert than an extrovert. I believe everybody has both within them and I believe you can transform this over time. So sometimes, like Lindsay said, maybe it's fear that's holding you back from going on the stages, from creating a podcast, from doing things that you think extroverts do and you really need to look at that and maybe you can make an identity change, right? That's some of the deep work we do in our mentorship programs is we help people to really analyze like what is their algorithm? What's their paradigm? And they you don't have to live with that the rest of your life. So keep that in mind too. Yeah. And I'm hoping that this recorded because at the beginning the mic was off. So the very well, it'll, pick up after. It'll, it has a mic on here. So. Right. Okay. So as we're going, um, so when you just mentioned Zig- Ziggler too, it makes sense because sometimes you'll see someone out in public and you think they're going to be a certain way. And even I feel like when we're doing our work, um, if I'm on stage doing mediumship readings versus me teaching, I feel like there's a different persona that comes into play at times, you know? Because when I'm doing my readings, I'm focused on the spirit realm. When I'm educating, I'm, I'm speaking and maybe using more visuals and, and using a different kind of energy to be a teacher. When I'm doing a private reading, I might show up a little bit differently too. Same with you with like coaching. There's different aspects of each of us that have to come out in different ways. Yes, and we need to allow that to happen. It reminds me of Kobe Bryant. So Kobe Bryant was working with a coach early in his career and the coach was working with him to help him create a new identity when he was on his bas- on the basketball court, his field of play. Your field of play is giving readings, his is the basketball court. And he wanted to create an edge. And the coach said, let's create an alter ego for you. We'll call it Mamba. They, they created it together, Mamba mentality. And that's what Kobe Bryant's known for. When he goes out on that court, he's in warrior mode. Mm-hmm. He's, he's out there, he's a totally different person. He's intense, he's bringing the energy. And more importantly, he gave himself permission to do that. So can you give yourself permission to where when you go do your readings, when you go on stages, it's not being fake. It's just allowing another part of yourself to come up to make the impact that you're trying to make it, the impact on. Bryant was trying to win championships. You're working on healing people, impacting people's lives. So what part of you needs to come out to really bring that to your field? That's what you need to think about. I would, I would suggest all of you after you get off this uh, podcast episode, to journal that. What parts of my personality really need to be highlighted when I yeah. go into my field of play? And you could even create a name for it. Create a name for that alter ego and understand that it's still authentically you. It's not being fake. 
It's just figuring out a way to get an edge so you can make the impact that you're trying to make. Yeah, that's that's a really good point and a good question to ask. And the one thing that I was just thinking of when you were talking about that too was when I was teaching third grade, if I wasn't pulling that side out of me with my students, mm. I wouldn't be able to hold their attention. So I feel like a part of me when I'm teaching, it kind of comes out with my third grade students. And I'm actually thinking about like when we do our retreats too. And for my birthday, I had all my friends at one house. And one of the things that came out of me, I, I kind of forgot myself. I got into that mode of, okay guys, this house is your house. Focus in on getting whatever you want. You go into the refrigerator. This is how it's going to be done. You know, just allow yourself to be comfortable and blah, blah, blah. And they started laughing and I started laughing too. I'm like, I feel like I'm in retreat mode right now. It just like came out of me where I felt like I wanted people to feel comfortable, which I usually do if people come over our house too. But it was just something that came out. And it, you're going to find when you practice these different pieces to yourself in different ways that you're working with people, they're going to come out when you're interacting in different ways, you know, just be aware of that, that it's going to come out. And that's, those are pieces of yourself that are going to come out. And sometimes when you're used to being around a certain group of people, you may actually hide that part of yourself when you're not on, you know, when you're not working, when you're not in your mission, but really that's at the core of who you are. It's deep down. It's coming up for a reason. Yes, exactly. And that's a great point is like around people that are familiar with you, there's a thing called the self-fulfilling prophecy to where when you're around certain groups of people like family that you've been around your whole life, you're more likely to go back into those old habits. Some of yeah. those old habits that you're trying to break, like being a people pleaser or whatever it may be, like you're dimming your light. So that happens. So keep that in mind. The same thing can happen whenever you're around some of your clients, that self-fulfilling prophecy. To where okay. now you're around new clients, um, you're teaching at a retreat, you're doing your readings, and the more you practice this new part of you coming out, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy to where when you step on that court, when Kobe Bryant steps on that court, that mamba mentality automatically comes into play. So that happens through repetition of practicing this. So you're looking deep within yourself of different parts of yourself that are authentic and true to you. Oftentimes you got to ignore how you are around your family or people that you grew up with because many times you were just playing a role and that right. role, you, it no longer serves you in this new life. So you could think about that question is like, what roles am I playing in my family or in people's lives that I've known forever that no longer serves that relationship or my relationships going forward? And you can start to eliminate those. And then what roles can I start to play in my business? and that's authentic to me, that can have the impact. And then start to really, repetition is the key here. It's gonna feel unnatural at first, and then right. eventually it starts to be feel natural as you practice it more and more. Yes, and it might be one of those things where you're actually putting yourself in, when you're building your mission, there's gonna be times where you feel like you're isolated and you're not around those same people, you know, as much as you would be. Like for me, I was always on the phone at the, before I even started my business. But when I was working on my mission, my business, I had to focus on educating myself, like, you know, reading, doing the classes. And there were pieces of me that had to take a step back from the comfortable feeling of being around friends and family. Like it wasn't as much, I still was connected, 
but I had to kind of go into a cave. It's almost like when you're at school for eight hours a day, you know, elementary school or middle school, high school, you're in that bubble. Sometimes you have to put yourself in a bubble away from the comfort zone so that you can push past and then go back in and be connected with people. Yeah, so you well, stay in contact, but it's not like you have to really almost set up your schedule to make it happen. Yeah, I feel like that's what we do with our summer trips and when right. we take vacations. It's our chance to like go, leave, um, disconnect. It reminds yeah. me of Matthew McConaughey too. Like yeah. every every year, I think it's ninety days he does it. But either way, it's sixty or ninety days. He'll go to an island somewhere far away where nobody knows who he is. Because, you know, in LA and the United States, other places, it's Matthew McConaughey. He has all this energy around him. And then you can imagine how overwhelming that could be. So what he does is he goes away for like 60 or 90 days. Maybe it's 30, but it's a good chunk of time that he goes away and he just roams through the, the jungle or wh wherever he's at. Or he's on the beach in, a, in an island where nobody knows who he is. Just so he can ground himself. Just so he can remember who he is. Because... Oftentimes the noise gets so loud outside of us that the internal noise starts to get drowned out and we start to forget who we are. So mm -hmm. when Lindsay and I, we do, do this on a weekly basis too, to where we call it self-care, right? Which can mean a million different things, but we go and go to the quiet space, go to the beach, go to the coffee shop to get quiet, to get still. Like, what is that for you? It doesn't have to be a and beach, And sometimes we don't even shop. talk to each other when we're doing that either. There's moments yeah. of that where we're doing our own things. We're reading our book or we're, we're, let's get in our zone first, then we talk to each other. You yes. know what I mean? So I think that's important too. Yeah, it's very important, especially for introverted people. People that, like extroverts, they get energy from... Uh, mostly from all you know outside sources it, if you're introverted you really need to, again you're a psychic medium you're a coach like you really need to have that alone time because you're doing such deep work just to recenter just to tune into what it is that you're feeling also and that comes into play there's like two pieces that I want to bring up one is social media because you're in everyone else's energy you know like you're scrolling through Facebook you're scrolling through Instagram you get sucked in, you start all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're like, how did I end up watching a makeup video? <laughs> I started off looking for this and then all of a sudden, I'm speaking for myself, I'm or like watching. Dancing. Yeah, you get hooked in. You're watching the dancing or the makeup video or the education pieces. Like it's never ending education or like entertainment really. So you have to think about like really get clear on like what is my intention? What like What is the purpose of my day? What am I doing right now? And if you're not taking that time out for yourself to figure out what it is that you want, you will literally live for other people. You'll, you'll live for them and you won't even know that it's happening. You know, before we used to think about a scheduled time for a TV show, we would know that at seven o'clock, I'm using Wheel of Fortune as an example, Wheel of Fortune's on at seven, you can't record it, so you need to show up there. You don't do anything else at the same time. You sit and you watch it you know, for those 30 minutes or whatever it may be. Um, but now we can record things. We can watch it later. We can multitask and rewind it. We can, there's so many options that sometimes more options make it harder for us to stay focused on one thing. Yeah, it's very true. So we really need to be aware of that as introverts or extroverts, either way, you can get sucked into conversations. I know for me personally, outside talking to the neighbors with my dog, 
that can happen. All of a sudden, an hour goes by. I'm like, whoa, I have to get my stuff done. I got to go inside. Not me. I run the other way. He goes the opposite direction. He stays focused on Most what he's doing. Most of the time, doing. if I need my space. Yeah. But um, the other piece that I want to talk about that's so important when it comes to working on your mission with psychic mediumship is with any business that you're starting. It doesn't matter if you're a psychic medium or not. If you are starting a business, there are stepping stones that led you to this point. And it's important to reflect back on like, what did I do before this business? For example, if we were teachers, like I was a third grade teacher, Tony worked in middle school to high school, um, those pieces of that job prepped us for working with the highly sensitive people that we're working with right now, right? Yes. The lesson planning, the learning the technology, the learning endless hours of learning personalities, teaching techniques. Like how many hours did we spend in college learning about being a teacher? How many hours did we do for observations? And then also being in the field itself. Like how much background information do we have? There's other pieces where I was a fairy at the mall in college. That piece was all about energy. That piece was about communicating with people. So there's different moments that we can use in our life that brings us to this point. Yes. And you brought up a good point earlier, how like when there's so many options, like when you're at a buffet, looking at all the food, there's so many options of food, it can become overwhelming. And the same thing with your business. Like there's so many options to, in a way to build a psychic medium business. Some people want to go live every day. Some people want to go do... Um, readings on stage or speaking on stage or they want to build it one person at a time or they want to do um, email marketing some want to do all of it and it could get really overwhelming and it often does with many of the clients we work with they're overwhelmed because they think they need to build their business this way because this person right. does it or this way because this person does it and we always remind them kind of like what we've been hinting towards the whole time is what comes natural to you because when you find what comes natural to you and then you align that with your standard operating procedures in your business, meaning the needle movers, the action steps that you take on a consistent basis week after week after week, and you align those one to three actions that I know when I do these one to three actions every single week, my business grows and these one to three actions are aligned with yeah. my natural personality, right? Lindsay made a good point earlier is like also be aware if you're saying you don't want to do this out of fear and you know you're really pulled to it like speaking on stage don't think just because you're an introvert you can't go speak on stage 50% or more people that you see on stages are introverts so don't let fear dictate this but also at the same time figure out what aligns with you what feels natural with you and once you we realize once our clients figure out those one to three, maybe it's four action steps that are the needle movers yeah. in their business and they just lock in on that and fucking eliminate the rest of it and let all that pressure and energy go away. I don't need to do the rest of that stuff. Their whole business starts to transform. Right. More importantly, their whole life starts to transform and their impact on their clients is that much more because of it. And it's because it's they're in alignment. That's what it is. The natural state of what you're at is in alignment. If you're doing a million steps and it's not in alignment for you, 
it's going to feel like you're exerting so much more energy out into the world and you're going to get frustrated. You're going to feel resentful. You're going to feel overwhelmed and feel like nothing's working. You don't know why it's not working for you. And you go into a victim mentality and start making excuses saying, I'm doing everything. Why is it not working for me? This always happens to me. It's like that, that mindset is not going to get you anywhere. So if you really do what, what Tony was talking about, just choosing three to four things that feel natural to you, start there. And then you can start pushing a little bit past that point and kind of testing things out that maybe feel unnatural for you because yes. you can't stay in the natural way the whole time. Like there's, there's more that you can do and push out. Sharing quotes on social media is not going to work forever. I will, I will say that. Cause everybody could do it. You could just save a picture I did and that. put a quote. That's exactly what I did for me. That was out of my comfort zone at the beginning. I, I created my own quotes that that was and then put the LM next to it, yeah. you know, or love energy. And was then your own name. story behind it. More importantly, you add your own story, your experience or experience with a client on top of it. Make it very personal. But the, the point of sharing that piece is at the beginning that might feel out of your comfort zone, but it's natural for you to create, you know, maybe that's a creative thing. Yeah, good point. M maybe... Maybe your previous job was working outside. So if you if you want to push past your fear of making videos, don't be sitting at a computer restricted. Go outside and make the video. Yes. You know, start by filming something outside and you see the beauty outside and you're like, look at this beautiful, you know, flower. And start there. I remember when Tony, when you started, um, you were teaching and I was doing the business piece. I had pushed past certain fears, but I was still going through it. And I remember saying like, can't you just go on? And like, I wanted him to do everything fast. I was like, I, cause I could see, see the future and I could see the, the potential of what could happen. As I was teaching way. still in the yeah, schools. Yeah, yeah, you were still teaching. And I was pushing, I was frustrated. I was like, I want him to move faster in this way where go online. And I remember you saying, I'm not ready to like do a live right now. So yeah. when it was your time, when it was ready, Snapchat was popular, which Snapchat yeah. is kind of so popular, I think, for kids right now, but I haven't used it um, in a while. But I said, make a story on Snapchat. It will go away and start there. You don't even need to have your face on the story. It could be you walking and having the audio in the yeah, background. Yeah, and she was pushing me towards it because she knew, like, the reason why we create these podcast episodes is we're teachers. Like, if we don't teach this information to you all, we're going to be talking to our fucking plants outside. Like we have to get it out of us. So she saw that in me. Yeah. I saw it in myself. I was allowing fear to stop me being honest here in the moment. And that's what it is. We're natural teachers. What is natural for you? And how can that apply to your business? Right. And it might be those little, little things that you do that feel natural and other things that you're pushing past, but you can't stay in one spot. That's the biggest thing is you cannot stay in one spot. And just to let Karen know, no, we'll never do free readings on this podcast. Yeah. Podcasts. We don't do free readings at all. Matter of fact, we don't ever do free readings. Yeah. There's times where there's moments where I might feel inspired randomly to go on a live. Um, but definitely not on the podcast. We won't be doing free readings. No, I know a lot of people do that, but doesn't feel in alignment for me. Um, 
at least right now. No, you start to that. attract certain kind of people to that to those. Well, no, no, there's different. I did it for years for the radio no, show, but it got to I'll the point where it was just a lot. Like I'm being right funny. now, <laughs> right now it's educational purposes. Um, but so the main thing is is to really recognize that you're gonna have different ways of doing things. Okay, like sometimes it's gonna be natural to do different things. Sometimes it's not gonna be natural. But when you're starting your mission and you're going for it, what works for one person won't always work for another person. And it has to feel natural to you. Yes. So. So just to close this out, because I'm not sure if it was recorded at the beginning, keep in mind if you're an introvert, this is really important for you. Malcolm Gladwell talked about three different types of people that create massive movements, whether it's in any industry, creating a shoe that's real popular, a popsicle, whatever it is. And you got the mavens. These are the research people. These are the people that they are. They study books. They study videos. They study documentaries. Like they know a lot of information about certain topics. You go to them for that information. You got salespeople. They sell shit all day long. They're selling you to go to a restaurant. They're selling in their business. They're selling, selling, selling. And then you got the connectors. These are like the mayors of the town. Like they're just connected to everybody. So you got to keep in mind if you give a reading to a connector. Or a salesperson, guess what's gonna happen? You're gonna be connected to a huge amount of people without you doing any work. Right. And the salesperson is gonna be selling people to go get readings by you. So keep that in mind that if you're an introvert, you could build your business one person at a time. You don't have to, but you can. People are doing it, people have already done it. Right. So share with us at least one insight below and tell us an action step that you're going to do when it comes to your mission, your business, um, when it relates to psychic mediumship healers. If you're someone that's not a psychic medium and healer and you got value from this video, share below one insight that you received too. Before we go, let me just share this exciting news. We have a few things that are happening. One is we are taking students for members for our 90 day business mastermind, which is coming up on January 17th. We do our group calls. We're working specifically with psychic mediums and healers. And we also do one-on-one -on -one calls, calls with me and calls with Tony. So that is coming up. It happens one time a year. Um, I have some other exciting news that I'm going to share in more detail later. But if you are a psychic medium business student of mine, which you've gone through unlock your psychic medium online business, there's about, there's over a hundred of you from all around the world. I want you to really pay attention to the, my emails that I'm sending out because I have a special opportunity for you guys to join in on if you want to. And then the people that have not joined unlock your psychic medium online business, be on the lookout for something exciting. And, um, we have a free class coming up that I'm going to be teaching in January and I cannot wait for it. It's all for business owners. So if you're someone that's interested in any or all those things, just type I'm in below so that you can get this energy moving. I know that you're interested so that you're one of the first people to know um, about all this exciting stuff that's happening. So I love it. And Shannon just shared her biggest insight she had on the podcast is to trust your intuition as much as my logical brain actually more than my logical brain while setting up my business. Yes, Shannon. Yes. And Shannon's doing that. I know she, we're working with her right now and Shannon is doing that for sure. Without Everything a doubt. that you're doing, Shannon, you're following that intuition. She's in you're alignment. Internal. 
in alignment and it's amazing and we just love to see the huge things that are happening for you already shannon and the things that are going to be happening continuing so um most of the impact happens behind the scenes so join exact, us if exactly. you feel bold join us definitely okay guys well we will talk to you on the next episode bye bye We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.